Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast, the most relatable fat loss podcast out there. Hey, it's crazy to think that we are almost on episode 50 of this podcast. Can you believe it? Absolutely madness. And I sat thinking about it the other day and I'm like, a podcast wouldn't be a podcast without listeners. And the listeners are all of you guys. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to to listen to what I have to say. And I really do hope that you continue learning through the, the messages that I chat about or pass over to you guys on a weekly basis. So again, thanks so much for that. When I first started this podcast at the beginning of the year, I thought to myself, yeah, I'm going to struggle to have things to to chat about and topics to chat about. And I set up a little plan of action for about the first five episodes. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to chat about. And ever since then, I've been starting to get questions on Instagram. And then I started TikTok and I started getting questions there. And it's become a lot easier for me to to have topics to chat about because everything I chat about is questions that I get asked on a daily basis. So if you do have any questions, feel free to reach out on me, reach out on me, not on me, reach out to me, definitely not on me, to me on Instagram or TikTok or email or wherever and ask me those questions and I'll use this platform to give you detailed answers. So in this episode, I'm going to be chatting about a question that I've been getting a lot of late and that is Mandy. Do you write meal plans? How much do you charge for the meal plans? And what do we have to do to get a meal plan from you or a diet plan? And that's what I want to discuss today. I want to discuss why I think generic meal plans are shit and they're not going to help you and why I don't write generic meal plans. Now, I know you're probably thinking, eh, boring episode. But you're probably still going to go in search of a generic meal plan because you want someone to tell you what to eat because that seems like the easiest way forward. But I'm going to break it down to you now as to why there are so many negatives or cons when it comes to a generic meal plan and how that is not the solution to fat loss and to eating healthier foods, quote unquote, or to getting healthier yourself as well. If it was as simple as a generic meal plan, everyone would download a random meal plan online and they would lose fat. Because let's be real with one another now. There are so many free resources such as generic meal plans, generic training plans, free apps that give you ideas when it comes to meal plans. Because if any of these worked, we wouldn't be sitting in the situation where we want to get healthy and lose fat, but it is a struggle. Because if those plans worked, it wouldn't be a struggle. So you've got to think about that and think, geez, how many meal plans have I tried? And I know me personally, when I had my several failed attempts at fat loss, weight loss, getting healthier, whatever, I tried multiple different meal plans that I downloaded off the internet or that I got from friends or colleagues. The problem is those generic meal plans don't come with support. 
They don't come with guidance. They don't come with accountability. They don't come with reassurance. They don't come with that personal touch of coaching. They don't come with any empathy. They don't come with any advice. And most importantly, a generic plan does not come with any mindset work. And it's your mindset work that plays a massive role in your success when it comes to fat loss. And here's five reasons why I don't write generic meal plans, but I rather spend six weeks as a minimum with people coaching them how to create their own meal plans, their own meal planning. Number one, meal plans, your generic meal plans, the ones that get handed to you or the ones that you download for a once or fee or for free for that matter is number one, they are extremely restrictive. Number two, they are very rigid. Number three, they are monotonous and can get boring. Number four, they are unsustainable in real life situations. And number five, they create an all or nothing mentality. And in the moment when you are following this specific meal plan, it seems doable. It seems easy. It seems, geez, this is what I have been waiting for until you get put in a real life situation where you get invited to a braai or until you start getting bored with the foods on that meal plan and you have no idea what to substitute them with or until you realize, shit, I actually feel like having a cupcake today, but it's not on my meal plan, so I can't have it. That is so restrictive. And again, it's placing rules around food, which is not great if you are trying to work on a healthier relationship with food. And then in that moment, you have the cupcake because you've been resisting for three or four weeks. So you eat the damn cupcake. It's not part of your generic plan. All of a sudden, you start feeling guilty because fuck, you ate the cupcake. It wasn't part of the plan. That guilt hits. And you know what you do then? You throw it away. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I already messed up the plan. I already ate the cupcake. So what is the point of following the plan for the rest of the day or the rest of the weekend or the rest of the week? Then you consume whatever foods you want, usually calorie-dense foods, because, because you have been so restrictive following this rigid plan over the past several weeks that you just cracked. And then you, quote-unquote, lack of better words, you threw it all away and decided, screw this, I will start with a plan on Monday again. You then think of yourself as a failure but it's not you that is a failure. It is the plan that you got or downloaded that was setting you up for failure from the word go. But you don't blame the generic plan. You end up blaming yourself and your discipline or adherence to the plan, which is totally not great from a mindset perspective at all. And then another problem that comes in is because this is a generic plan and you downloaded it or someone wrote it for you, you don't have their support in that moment. You don't have a coach's reassurance in that moment telling you, hey, you know what, it's fine to eat that cupcake. 
it's 100% fine and it's not going to ruin your progress. You don't have that coach in your corner telling you, you know what, you can work that cupcake into your plan and not throw away the rest of the day because it's 100% fine. So with a generic meal plan, you might make 10 steps forward, but at the same time, you might then be taking 20 steps backwards. Whereas if you've got a coach in your corner that is helping you create your own meal plan with foods that you enjoy, you will be taking 20,000 steps forward and actually saving time. But this is where the problem comes in because When you're learning how to create your own sustainable meal plan, your own sustainable lifestyle, it can be quite difficult and daunting in the beginning because you have no idea what foods you're going to add to part of your plan, what foods contain what calories. And that's why, so the first week or two weeks when you're creating your own plan, maybe even three weeks, it does seem difficult and it does seem like shit this is not doable and in that time frame it's usually where you're like you know what a generic meal plan oh my god Karen a generic meal plan is going to be so much better because I just need someone to tell me what to eat but fuck Karen can you have that someone telling you what to eat for the rest of your life no I don't think so that is why I urge you to push through those difficult stages, whether it be a week or two weeks of learning about your foods, learning about your calories, learning about logging the foods so that you can get to the point where it is easier to create your own plan, one that works for you, one that you know how to tweak in any given situation throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your weekends. By learning how to create your own plan, your own food plan, your own meal plan, a plan that works for you, you are creating a level of food freedom that you would have never, ever, ever had when it came to a generic meal plan. And that, my friends, is something that is going to bring you the greatest success when it comes to your fat loss and your health journey. You think you need a meal plan written for you for six weeks, but what you really need is to learn how to create your own plan so that you don't constantly need someone to write you a plan for the rest of your life. I remember when I, during my first several failed attempts over a couple of years and I had a couple of meal plans. I tried loads of different meal plans that I, like I said, downloaded or got from colleagues or whatever the case was. And the foods on the meal plans, it's crazy how my mind worked. I always thought those foods on the meal plans were very specific to fat loss. And I thought if there was pineapple on the meal plan, it is because pineapple was magically going to mix with the steak that was on the meal plan. Those two things would come together in my stomach and they would cause the fat loss. That's what I thought. I honestly thought that. And if there was cucumber and there was rice, not now together, hey? but if there was cucumber for lunch or as a snack and there was rice for dinner, I thought, you know what, I have to eat that because magically 
in my stomach. They're going to form a potion and that potion is going to cause fat loss to take place. And by thinking that or by having that mindset, I was so scared to change anything on the meal plan because fuck, if I substituted rice for potatoes, that magical potion would not be able to be made in my stomach and fat loss would never take place. So if I got something on the meal plan that I didn't enjoy eating, either number one, I skipped it and I didn't eat it and I didn't substitute it with anything or I forced myself to eat it, but I hated eating it. And now I ask you, how sustainable is that? If you don't enjoy something on a meal plan, are you going to be able to follow that meal plan long term? I think not. Are you going to then have the knowledge to substitute it with something else? No, you won't because you have not been taught how to do that or you don't understand how that meal plan actually works. And that is what I do within all my programs is I teach every single one of my members the fundamentals of fat loss. And when you have the fundamentals of fat loss, you then know that there is no magical potion and formula that takes place in your stomach for fat loss to occur. You then know the basis of fat loss and that gives you an excellent fucking way forward to create your own sustainable plan. The most important thing you should know about a meal plan right now, a generic meal plan that gets handed to you, that you need to follow down to the T. The biggest thing you need to know right now is there is nothing magical about a meal plan. You are just eating within a calorie deficit and that is why fat loss takes place. So now I ask you with tears in my eyes, why would you eat according to a meal plan that you don't enjoy for fat loss to take place when you could be creating your own meal plan with foods that you enjoy and fat loss can still be taking place. Generic meal plans are like little Bobby that didn't study for his test. Little Bobby goes in, he's writing a test, a geography test, for example. Little Bobby gets a load of multiple choice questions. He has no idea what to do, but now the teacher is standing behind him and the teacher tells him, A, Bobby tick A, Bobby ticks A. Then the next question, how big is the geographical area of the Fish River Canyon in Namibia? Bobby's like, oh, fuck, I don't know that. And the teacher says, C, Bobby C, tick C, Bobby tick C. And so this carries on. And Bobby passes with flying colors. Then the next day, Bobby goes back and he writes that same test. But the teacher's not there to tell him what to tick off, what multiple choice answer to choose. And he has no idea what to do. He fails that test with flying colors. And that's the same as a meal plan. Your meal plan is the teacher and you are little Bobby. And when you've got your meal plan with you, aka the teacher, you know what to do. But the moment the teacher takes sick leave or holiday for two weeks, now she's going to explore that fucking big fish river canyon. You sit in there, you little Bobby are sitting there. You have no idea what to do because you have not learned how to do it yourself. Do you now see the importance of 
pushing through the difficult times of teaching yourself what foods to add to what plan or what foods to add to your plan. So like I said in the beginning of this episode, yes, it can be difficult to go through those initial stages of deciding what foods to add on your plan, deciding, you know, what foods you enjoy eating and what foods fit within your calories. Yes, it's difficult, but my goodness, it is the most freedom that you can create for yourself on this journey of yours. And I know little Bobby's sitting there in that exam room and he's thinking to himself, I know this because I was little Bobby once, Bobby Lino, thinking to himself, if only I had put in the work and studied for this, I wouldn't need my teacher while she's fucking gallivanting at the Fish River Canyon. So just to repeat those five points, in my opinion, why I think generic meal plans are not great. Number one, they are very restrictive. Number two, they're very rigid. Number three, they are quite monotonous or boring at the end of the day. Number four, they're unsustainable in real life situations. And number five, they create that all or nothing mentality. And all of those will lead to a person becoming very despondent. If you're too restrictive, you think, fuck, this is not for me. If it's very rigid, you're like, geez, I can't follow such strict rules and regulations. When it becomes boring, you're like, I just want some fucking fun in my life. And that's when you're like, you know what, this isn't for me. Unsustainable in real life situations. Imagine now on Friday or Christmas Day, you've got to eat your dry broccoli and dry chicken and everyone else is having their fun foods. Immediately you're like, well, no, I don't know what to do. Like, do I take my dry chicken breast with me? Do I, you know, what do I do? And that's where you're like, you know what, Psh, throw this plan out the window, live life to the fullest, you know, whatever, and then get back to it when I'm ready. If you know how to create your own meal plan and you become a pro in your own meal planning, you will have to deal with none of those five points. And that's also why I'm not a big fan of a lot of these weight loss challenges, because when you enter a weight loss challenge, you get generic meal plans and you get generic training plans. They're not tailored to you and to your needs. So again, you push exceptionally hard for six weeks or eight weeks within a challenge, but you still don't have the full understanding of how everything works. And that's where I do things so differently when it comes to my six-week program is I take the time to make sure that every single member understands the fundamentals. I take the time to explain how it all works and to go through every single member's food logs and calories and macronutrients to look where we maybe can make a change or to say, you know what, hey Sally, you are doing exceptionally well. And Sally will be like, oh, but I ate a cupcake yesterday. So I don't, I don't give a shit if you ate a cupcake yesterday. you still seen progress and you added that cupcake as part of the plan. That means there's no guilt that comes with eating the cupcake, which means you just proceed as per normal. And that, my friends, is a massive difference. The massive difference between purchasing a once-off meal plan or downloading a once-off meal plan for free 
and actually signing up to have a coach. This is not me saying, join my program, I'm the only coach out there. Absolutely not. Find someone who you really would enjoy working with, someone that can be there and be exceptionally supportive to you. This was basically just an episode to let you know that I don't write meal plans and the reason why I don't write generic meal plans. I would never be able to do something like that because for me, it is about so much more than just telling people what to eat. It is about the mindset work that comes with fat loss and getting healthier. It's about supporting every single member so that they know they are on the right track. And that for me is the most important thing at the end of the day and the things that actually take you to being successful and to seeing results on a regular basis. I want to be like little Bobby's teacher and I want to be able to go gallivanting around Namibia and the Fish River Canyon knowing that's the difference between me and Bobby's teacher is I want to know that every single person I have worked with or that I am currently working with has the ability to do it on their own and that they're not going to need me for the rest of their lives. So like I said, I do know that it can be quite difficult and daunting in the beginning to learn how to create your own plan. But if I have one big piece of advice for you today is push through that difficult time. Download my fitness poll. Head over to my website. Calculate your daily calorie target. Start planning your meals in the back end of my fitness poll. You will get a much better understanding of what foods you're going to consume per day on your calories. You would then easily be able to play around with your plan on my fitness poll. Change certain foods out for other foods. If you do have that cup cake or you have that social event, you can chop and change your plan as much as you want to and still hit your targets at the end of the day. You can add your fun foods. You can make it less rigid. You can make it less restrictive. You can make it that it's not boring at all. And the best part of it is it's you creating something for you, by you, and it's still going to bring you the results, obviously, if you create consistency with your plan and you do adhere to it. But the adherence becomes a lot easier when you have added foods that you enjoy. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love. Your friend who has been to the Fish River Canyon but has not yet done the hike through the Fish River Canyon, Mandy.